Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 9th of April and on this day in Christian history we're going to be looking at the theme of encyclicals. And we travel back to the year 476 and go to Turkey, where on the 9th of April, Emperor Basiliscus attempted to pacify the supporters of the monophysite position by issuing his encyclicon or encyclical letter, ordering that the decision of the Council of Chalcedon and the supporting letter of Pope Leo were to be rejected. These circular letters would eventually become a popular tool of the papacy 1300 years later. One of the major theological disputes over the nature of Jesus Christ in the early years of the Byzantine Empire was the monophysite controversy. The Council of Chalcedon in Turkey had definitively declared that Jesus Christ possessed two natures and therefore was both fully divine and fully human. The monophysites believed that Jesus Christ possessed only one nature, divinity, a position which is still continued in the Coptic Orthodox Church today. Back in the 5th century, the supporters of the monophysite position were extremely numerous, especially throughout the region of northern Africa, and they would establish their own parallel hierarchy as a rival to that of the Chalcedonians. So this theological dispute would quickly have political repercussions, as large sections of the Byzantine Empire placed themselves in opposition to imperial authority, as long as the emperor supported the theology of Chalcedon. The Patriarch of Constantinople opposed the Enkiklikon, and they registered their protest by covering the icons in the Basilica of the Hagia Sophia in black cloth. And in the West, Pope Simplicius asserted that he, as he was a successor of Peter, not the Emperor, it was he who possessed the authority of expounding the faith, and he too rejected the Enkiklikon. Encyclicals now are very significant papal documents. They are not infallible, but they are second in importance only to the highest ranking document, an apostolic constitution. However, the designation encyclical has had different weight under different popes, linked often to how they were issued. The archives at the Vatican website currently classify certain early encyclicals as apostolic exhortations, a term generally applied to a type of document with a broader audience than the bishops alone. The first papal encyclical was written in the 18th century, although formal papal letters for for the entire church had been issued from the earliest days of the church. And the first called an encyclical was Ubi Primum, dealing with the duties of bishops. And it was published by Benedict XIV in 1740. Since then, nearly 300 encyclicals have been written. Leo XIII was the most prolific 
Pope publishing 81 encyclicals. His Rerum Novarum, translated as On New Things, started a tradition of social encyclicals that is growing in importance. And you can listen to the end of the podcast on February the 27th. The same Pope, four months after Rerum Novarum, issued another encyclical on the morality of dueling, which seems rather time-specific and irrelevant now. This overuse of encyclicals could present problems for future generations who would have to unpick documents like Leo's Apostolicae Curae of 1896, which declared Anglican orders null and void. And this still has a restrictive impact on ecumenical efforts. And it also led to a rare release of an Anglican encyclical, Cypus Officio, the following year as a response. Although there is some disagreement now among scholars about the status of both documents. Encyclicals are normally addressed to the bishops of the church, but occasionally they aim at a wider audience. And they also indicate high papal priority for an issue at a given time. Mit Brenendo Sorge, translated as having with burning concern, was an encyclical on the church and the German Reich of Pope Pius XI, which was issued during the Nazi era. And written in German, not the usual Latin, it was smuggled into Germany for fear of censorship and was read from the pulpits of all German Catholic churches on one of the church's busiest days, Palm Sunday. Pope Pius XII issued 41 encyclicals, mostly after 1945, and three of them protesting the Soviet invasion of Hungary in order to crack down on the Hungarian Revolution in 1956. Encyclicals are essentially pastoral letters written by the Pope for the whole Roman Catholic Church on matters of doctrine, morals and discipline. During the papacy of Pope Pius IX in the mid-19th century, they became more frequently used. There was a prolific period of 112 years from 1846 to 1958, when 224 encyclicals were promulgated. Parchem in Terrace by Pope John XXIII was written months after the Cuban Missile Crisis and addressed to a wider audience of all men of goodwill. For more about this groundbreaking encyclical, you can listen to the pod on April the 11th. Pope Paul VI published an encyclical Humane Vitae in 1968, which reaffirmed the teaching of the Catholic Church regarding married love, responsible parenthood, and the rejection of artificial contraception. Hugely controversial, not just because of, because of its countercultural message, in the free love of the swinging 60s, but also because he rejected the conclusions of the Pontifical Commission on Birth Control established by his predecessor, 
John XXIII, a commission that he himself had expanded. It was the last of the seven encyclicals that he issued. The formal title of an encyclical in Latin consists of the first few words of the official text. Pope Francis's encyclical Laudato Si ditched the Latin for Francis of Assisi's Italian and was addressed to every person living on this planet. An unprecedented inclusivity in the history of papal encyclicals and maybe a reflection on the increasing soft power of the papacy and the more prudential release of encyclicals. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time. And join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the birth of William Booth and the foundation of the Salvation Army. If you want to visit the blog or commission a podcast for your own organisation, visit the website for more information at www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.